Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price. My name is Hannah. It is so exciting to be bringing you this last in a series of posts we've been doing this January on different types of diets that are out there. There's so many different ways to eat. It's almost impossible to cover them all, but our prayer is that as we covered how to do a plant-based diet right, why diets don't work and what you should do instead, the Mediterranean diet, the ketogenic diet, and today's guide on intermittent fasting, we pray that these resources help you determine how you should eat and what way of eating is going to fit your lifestyle and be something that you can maintain for life. So if you're wondering what intermittent fasting is, something about the different types of intermittent fasting, how you do it, and if it's even good for you, guess what? You're in luck because we're going to talk about those things today. By the end of this episode, I hope that you find yourself well-educated on intermittent fasting's benefits, the research, how it affects weight loss, and so much more. You probably found this episode because you were Googling and entering into the search bar on whichever, I don't even know what you call those things that you listen to podcasts on. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe you do. You know, iTunes and Anchor and Spotify. Is there like a general umbrella name for what that category is? All right. That was a major rabbit trail. But anyway, you were searching something about intermittent fasting. And my dear friend and sister in Christ, I pray that by the end of this episode, you have the answers that you need. So to get started, what is intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting is actually an umbrella term that includes several different approaches to fasting. And regardless of the type of intermittent fasting, they all include periods of time where little to no food is eaten and periods where regular, sometimes unlimited, amounts of food are eaten. It depends on the type and who it is that you're listening to that's telling you about intermittent fasting. Let me tell you, the information that I'm giving you today is all backed on the research behind intermittent fasting, not stuff that Sarah or I made up. It's all research-based. Everything we bring you is research-based. So most of the types of intermittent fasting actually fall into two main categories, alternate day and time-restricted fasting. But because of the endless variation, it can be hard to definitively answer what intermittent facts, fasting actually is. Because fasting periods can run from 8 to 48 hours. Some forms of intermittent fasting that include fasting days that last 24 or more hours will allow you to eat somewhere between no 
and up to 30% of your normal calorie needs on your fasting days. Fasting that lasts between 8 and 20 hours allow you to eat normal amounts of food during a predetermined window of time. For example, a common form of daily intermittent fasting lets you eat between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., seven days a week. And other types allow food to be eaten in a 12-hour, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. time window. There's also types of intermittent fasting that limit you to one or two meals per day and then specify when you're to eat those meals. So what is intermittent fasting? It's a diet that limits food to certain time frames or days of the week. But there's a few caveats. There always is, isn't there? We're going to get to those caveats when we get to the how-tos of intermittent fasting. So let's look at the different types of intermittent fasting. There are so many different ways to do it, but there are some main ways Time-restricted and periodic fasting, these are the forms of intermittent fasting that have the most adjustable wiggle room. So first, alternate day fasting. This is full or reduced calorie fasts occurring every other day, with reduced calorie fats, approximately 25% of your normal calorie needs are eaten on the days you're fasting. On non-fast days, regular healthy plant-based meals are eaten without restriction. For more information on what a plant-based diet actually is, go to the link for the episode on plant-based diets that's in the show notes because plant-based does not have to mean vegan. So 5-2 fasting. This is a variation of alternate day fasting with full or reduced calorie fasting occurring on two consecutive days per week. Unrestricted healthy plant-based meals are eaten the other five days. So you might fast on Monday and Tuesday and then eat Wednesday through Sunday. Periodic fasting. This is going without all calorie-containing food and drinks for a 24-hour period of time. As, I, as it's titled, this form of fasting is repeated periodically and is another form or can be another form of alternate day fasting. Time-restricted fasting. This is where eating is limited to a 4 to 12 hour window and fasting is done each day, typically over a 12 to 20 hour time frame. Most fasting with time-restricted fasting begins after you've had a meal around 5 to 7 p.m. I've got some graphics that also show you what these types of intermittent fasting look like. So go to the link in the show note for those. Sarah was quick to point out to me that having graphics really helped her wrap her brain around intermittent fasting. So that time-restricted fasting, this provides the most variability and it also tends to be the easiest form of intermittent fasting to follow. So if you're just wanting to jump into intermittent fasting, consider starting with time-restricted fasting 
and work your way from doing a 12-hour fast to a 16-hour fast to a 20-hour fast, and then add in a periodic fasting where you're fasting for an entire day. And then experiment with things like fasting every other day or 5-2 fasting two consecutive days. Don't feel tied to one form of intermittent fasting. So, is it even good for you? Since God created Adam and Eve, people have been fasting. Fasting is even called for in scripture. So no, fasting is not going to hurt you. And it's likely even good for you. The question is, what kind of good are you expecting from your intermittent fasting? If you're wanting to fast as a means to draw closer to God, it'll benefit you. If you're wanting to fast to lose weight or improve some aspect of your health, it may or may not benefit you. You see, many of the studies that caused intermittent fasting to rise to diet fad fame were actually studies done on rodents. And last I checked, rodents aren't people. The long-term effects of intermittent fasting have yet to be studied in humans. So it's impossible to say if it's good for you. We can speculate, but we don't have concrete scientific proof at this time. So let's look at some of the intermittent fasting benefits that have actually been found in short-term studies. So more recent human studies have found that people lose weight, improve body composition, improve their cholesterol and their blood sugar. But not because they were following a specific form of intermittent fasting. Let me say that again. Those benefits happened not because they were following a form of intermittent fasting. Those things happened because people were eating less food. The intermittent fasting results were actually no better than what happens when people follow traditional calorie-reduced diets. When it comes to weight loss and all the health benefits it entails, you have to follow a diet you can sustain for life. And as we said before, and I alluded to at the beginning, it's not about chasing every new fad. It's about finding a way of eating that fits your lifestyle and can be sustained for life. This is how you lose and maintain a healthy weight. So is intermittent fasting good for you? There's a good chance it is, but it's still too early to say. The bottom line Calorie reduction improves weight, body composition, cholesterol, and blood sugar, regardless of the type of diet you follow. So how do you actually do intermittent fasting? First, if you're pregnant, nursing, or struggling with eating disorders, you should not do intermittent fasting. If you're taking medicine to manage blood sugar, you need to talk with a nutritionist or your doctor before you begin experiment with, experimenting with fasting. For everyone else, how you do intermittent fasting is going to depend on the type of intermittent fasting that you want to do. So let's talk about those. Now, those caveats I mentioned at the beginning, 
circadian rhythm. The timing of your meal should follow the circadian rhythm or the natural light dark cycles. This allows your body to operate and heal as God created it to. Many of the health benefits of benefits of intermittent fasting occur when people eat in step with the circadian rhythm. Number two, whole foods plant based. Research has found that intermittent fasting provides the most benefits when sugars are avoided and people eat. What people eat is primarily healthy plant-based whole foods. And three, physical activity. Research has also found that intermittent fasting works better when people live an active lifestyle. I've got some tips and tricks for building an active lifestyle into your crazy busy life, because I know it's crazy busy. You're a woman after all. And the link for those is in the show notes. So while much of the blogosphere will say that you can eat whatever you want during your eating windows, the scientific research shows differently. The research shows that changes in body weight, cholesterol, blood sugar, and body composition, those occur when you're exercising and eating some form of a healthy plant-based diet while you're intermittent fasting. Now, let's get to the rest of those how-tos of intermittent fasting. One, you need to drink water and a lot of it. Water is critical if you're going to do intermittent fasting because on your fast days, you should be drinking as close to your weight in water ounces as possible. This is because water is key to your body removing toxins and waste while you're fasting. Those things like water are also going to help curb those hunger pains that you're going to experience when you first start fasting. On your non-fasting days, your goal should be to drink half your weight in water ounces. Now, a little aside, if you can't drink your entire weight in water on your fasting days, that's okay. You just need to make sure you are drinking at least half of your weight if not more. Fall somewhere between half to equal your body weight. That's going to take practice for some of you, I know. And how much you weigh plays a big role in your ability to drink your weight in water. So again, that's ounces of water. So half to equal your body weight in ounces of water. Two, you need to determine your type. What kind of intermittent fasting fits with your lifestyle and is something that you can stick with for the long haul? So you need to pick one of the different intermittent fasting types and then adjust it to fit your life. Again, those different types of intermittent fasting, alternate day, 5-2, periodic, and time-restricted alternate day fasting. With this one, you want to choose the number of days that you're going to fast, the days you'll eat, and or the frequency that you're going to repeat the cycle. 
Periodic five, two, and every other day fasts are all forms of alternate day fasting. And then you want to eat between 0 to 30% of your caloric needs on your fasting days and healthy plant-based foods on your non-fasting days. Again, there's a link in the show notes for our episode on following a plant-based diet. Two, time-restricted fasting. With this one, you're going to decide when you'll eat, how many meals that you're going to eat during your eating window, and the times that you'll be fasting. It's easy to stick to once you've put your brain in gear behind the set number of meals and what your eating and fasting time windows look like. You putting your eating window in the first half of the day also appears to improve blood sugar, but the results are still mixed. Your body, it looks like, appears to be able to regulate and handle insulin and meals better at the beginning of the day. And it makes perfect sense because the beginning of the day, if you're putting your meals there, that's the time of the day when you're getting ready to go out and need energy from your food to fuel all of the activities that your day holds. It's already known that meals at the end of the day aren't good for you. So intermittent fasting and weight loss. This is a little aside. If you're wanting to do intermittent fasting for weight loss, you still have to decrease the amount of food you eat, just like you do with a normal calorie restricted diet. For most women, this means eating about 500 fewer calories than you normally do each day. Granted, that number is very, very general and there is a lot of different factors that play into this. So begin decreasing the amount you eat until you find yourself losing one to two pounds per week, and then stick with that amount of food. You're going to hit a plateau eventually, because as you lose weight, your metabolism slows down, and then you're going to have to adjust the amount of food that you're eating again to reflect that new body weight. I'll put some links in the show notes about some other episodes we have on the reasons that women really struggle with weight loss. When you're switching from a sad standard American diet to a healthy plant-based diet, this automatically reduces the number of calories that most people are eating as well. So Also, you're going to want to choose an intermittent fasting type that allows for a 16 to 24 hour fasting windows because fat burning typically begins after you fasted for 12 hours, but it increases rapidly after 16 to 24 hours of fasting. So for weight loss, you're going to be wanting to have more like an eight hour eating window and then consider adding in some alternate day fasting as well. And please remember these next things I'm about to say. 
if you remember nothing else about what I've said today, remember this. Intermittent fasting doesn't work any better for weight loss than regular old calorie restriction. And the only way intermittent fasting will work for weight loss is if you stick with it. The keywords there, stick with it. That's the problem with every single diet fad that hits the internet. People can't stick with them and end up calling themselves a failure instead of realizing it was the diet that failed. If you didn't read or listen to the Why Diets Don't Work episode, please do. It's linked in the show notes. And if you're doing intermittent fasting for health benefits and not weight loss, good for you. The research is slowly trickling in and looks really promising when it comes to overall health and longevity. But we all need to realize that unless a health condition requires a very specific diet, a healthy plant-based diet, it's the only diet to follow. Yes, I just said only. And I said only because no matter what scientific study you look at, health and longevity happen when you're eating a lot of plants and severely limiting any and all processed foods. Lastly, please, please, please do not yo-yo diet. Don't jump from fad diet to fad diet in an attempt to lose weight and change something about your body. Diets will fail you every single time, dear friend. You won't fail, but they will. Instead, choose a health-promoting way of eating that you can sustain for life. So, is intermittent fasting the what and the how-to stuff? You benefit from intermittent fasting when simple, straightforward, healthy lifestyle practices are in place. These same healthy lifestyle practices produce the benefits people are looking to intermittent fasting for, just without the need for fasting. Until next time, remember, you, my dear friend, were created in the image of God. You are the temple of God, the Holy Spirit's dwelling place. You were created to reflect God to the watching world. Think about those things as you're deciding what to eat, what diet to follow, and how you're going to care for your body. I pray that you choose to eat foods that keep your beautiful body in great shape so that you can joyfully do all God created you for. God bless.